My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices that all of us can make in order to feel fully alive. I have in the studio with me today a common guest here on Three Words, Russell Catania, who is actually going to challenge all of us with these three words, date your spouse. He shares some thoughts that I have never heard before, followed up by a commitment in some decisions that have been truly groundbreaking for him and his wife, Ashlyn. He has changed the focus of his career to make sure that his marriage is the healthiest thing in his life, that that dimension of relational marriage, partnership, love is a priority. Marriage is hard. We talk about that. Marriage is challenging. We talk about that. But we also talk very practically how to go deeper, how to go the long haul, and to make sure you're having fun and excitement every step of the way. Enjoy this episode. Soon to be Dr. Russell Catania. It is great to have you in the studio once again talking about these three words. Date your spouse. I love the concept. I love the idea. Why does this matter so much to you? Well, you know, when I started dating my now wife and and I proposed to her, I feel like, you know, in every other situation, you get like a job, you know, you put one title behind and you take on this whole new role. But when it came to our engaged relationship and then finally our marriage, I just realized I just wanted to keep viewing her Mm. as like my girlfriend. I thought it was so awesome to just still have that same energy of going out on dates and you know, having those you know really nice, you know, just close together nights, watching a movie or just hanging out one on one, and you know, I just kind of realized, why do you have to put one job title aside as that as that kind of relationship transitions? And I and I came to realize that a lot of people who I see struggling in like their their early years of their engaged or married relationship, kind of just around me at work or school. They stopped viewing their significant other as that like boyfriend girlfriend dynamic where all that excitement and energy first came into the relationship. And so the whole concept became super important to me as I tried to kind of encourage others to find the same happiness that. So you actually have thought beyond dating your spouse, you actually are saying keep the previous title. Oh, yeah. So Ashlyn, who, for the record, is in the studio today, probably making sure you say the right kind of things. We can't turn the cameras mid-camera. That's right. Hi, sweetheart. um, (laughs) But she's obviously now your girlfriend and your wife. That's right. Two titles. Except the title. Maybe our next episode together. What about, is she your girlfriend, fiance, and wife? Can she wow. have three titles? This is getting really meta. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, I like the idea. In fact, even when uh, Teresa and I have been married 30 years, yeah. when we do some uh, marriage coaching, oftentimes one of our first words of advice is do the things that you did at first. So what you were wow. doing at yeah. first, if things are hard now, if you go back and do the things you did at first, so whether that's in academics or whether that's in maybe passion when you were starting a sport or a hobby, right. if you do the things that you did at first things tend to be really great, Hmm. which is what you're talking about even today. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, you know, I think when we just think about, okay, you know, Russell, why, why, why can't I just allow the relationship to mature out of that dating phase? So, you know, why, why is it so important to keep that same energy, that same passion going that, you know, as you described, you feel like right when you're starting something brand new. Well, you know, I think, and certainly you know this probably better than me, you've been married for at least a couple months more than I have. So right? you play the old man card. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> that, you know, we, we're, we're constantly changing. We're constantly in a dynamic state. And, and I think the most successful relationships are ones where 
two people mutually agree to love each other through that change and hopefully grow in a common direction. But, you know, as that change is undergoing, I think it's really important to set certain, like you can call them parameters or just standards or goals that you guys have to keep that romantic side of that relationship alive and thriving because that is is why you guys came together at first was romance. I'm going to hit pause right now in the middle of my conversation with Russell to just acknowledge the obvious. Many of you who are listening in are probably struggling in your relationships and your marriage. And so I would encourage you to obviously not only listen to the rest of the episode, but share this particular conversation with a family or friend that you think might really use some encouragement today. Now back to the conversation. And we talk a lot about this with three words, but every choice counts and that we are merely the accumulation of our choices. And so your marriage is merely (laughs) the accumulation and the stacking um, of choices, one at choice after another, after another, is it an investment, is it an expenditure or is it a withdrawal? And so it sounds like what you're encouraging all of us to do who are, uh, permanently partnered, if I can Mm -hmm. use that term, I like it, that you want us to be very intentional to make choices of investment because you use the words energy, passion, mm-hmm. um, newness, excitement. You're using all of those words. That some would think those are outcomes. I would call those choices. Sure. I choose to bring the energy. I choose to bring the excitement. I choose to bring the creativity. Because mm-hmm. obviously if you're going to date your spouse, why not make it creative and fun the way you did at the beginning? Yeah. But I confess, I've been married 30 years. <laughs> it gets hard, Russell. It gets hard because you just begin to take the other person for granted a little bit. Also, life gets complicated. Yes. Um, we, we have nine children. Life gets busy. Uh, careers expand. There's so many things that begin to happen that we just begin to assume we'll just coast it out. Things are going to be fine. Um, it's a hard week. We'll go out next week. Yeah. We'll date yeah. at the beginning of next month when things settle down. But in many ways, we're postponing those amazing choices that need to be happening on the regular right. basis. Because coasting... As I have said, and you've heard me say on several occasions, coasting is always backward. Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. And so I guess, let me do you a favor here. Maybe a little advice from one married fellow to another. So remind us all, how long (laughs) have you been married? Uh, Just over a year. Okay. My goodness. Yeah, a year and four months. Okay. Yeah. So, or three, honey. Sorry. This is so bad. This is on camera. I didn't mean to put you on the No, it's spot. okay. A year and three months okay. is fair. Yeah. She doesn't care. You're and, dating uh, her. That's true. Because we're right. dating. Right. Yes, right. And dates don't matter when you're dating. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, you know, I think I think the best marriage advice that we got was from my mom. And that's no bias at all. Um, she told us, you guys should go on a date every two weeks, a weekend uh, together every two months, and a week together every two years. And I really like the rule of twos. Um, you know, I think it's very easy for a, a married couple with no kids and maybe just a dog kind of tying us down at the house to go away for a week every two years. But um, nevertheless, I think that that provides us such a great framework. But we, I mean, we talk about routines and structure and scheduling so often, and I don't want to make it sound like we're making a, a relationship like so monotone by doing that. But I think everything needs a structure. And I think it's okay to recognize that in the chaos of, of marriage and, and permanent partnership, you know, whether there's kids or, or, or different shifts in a work situation that pulls two people apart, that is when you need structure more than ever, when things are not cohesive naturally, when things are not consistent. And so putting that together, mm. um, 
it's provided us such a wonderful first year of marriage together. We've, we've been able to truly say that because it, because we do that together, that we've, we've fallen more in love every day. And I, I think it. it's very helpful. Well, and Russell, you've actually, and I just discovered today as you're walking in the studio that you've made some pretty bold decisions that it sounds like are probably tied to this particular topic. Cause I used to always <laughs> joke with you on previous episodes about the fact that this is the soon to be Dr. Russell Catania who is going to be in medical school for many, many years because you had your eyes set on being a thoracic, cardiothoracic surgeon, which I don't know what that means, but it's very important, (laughs) but it requires lots of schooling, very specialized. But I remember you sharing with me, and maybe we had this just in a conversation, you know, over a drink, or maybe we had the conversation in the podcast studio, I forget, but you were like the divorce statistics of someone in that particular role we're crazy. Yeah. And yeah. talk to us about that a little bit because yeah. you've made a decision to change that. Right, right. And so, you know, I'm thinking about all these ways I can, you know, better date my spouse. And, you know, I'm looking at my my 12 dimensions, okay? One of those being career, but 11 of those not being career. And and noticing that for me and the way I envisioned my life, there was there was an imbalance there, right? And uh, and and I I did not believe that I could invest myself to a field like cardiothoracic surgery, which which demands really your all in many many ways, and also be the husband and you know Lord willing future father, but also friend and all the you know all the other things that I envisioned myself as at the same time, and so. Um, you know, I, I I decided that you know it would be in, certainly in my best interest, and and really really excited about the transition to pediatrics as a result of that, and just an opportunity to not only take care of a really really uh, fun and interesting and exciting um, energetic population of people, kids. I mean, come on, but also. Um, enter a lifestyle, a physician lifestyle where just, I mean, very similar to your son, Justin, even where, um, we can prioritize the other extremely critical parts of our life. And, and chief of those, I'll admit being my wife. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no. And I think it's fantastic because you're making decisions that some would say, don't do it. You're wasting. Sure. You are wasting the talent or you're wasting because obviously you're brilliant, um, wasting your mind and wasting your skill. But you're saying, no, there's no waste here. There's just a reinvestment in things that you think are more important. In fact, as I'm sitting here with you, you talk about my son. You guys are very close friends, and you both were in med school for a period of time together. And um, now he's obviously a resident. But one of the episodes we we did together, he initiated the three words, make less money. Yeah. Going into family medicine, he actually made that choice and will continue to make that choice to make less money, To ma- if particularly if some of those other dimensions you that you mentioned are out of whack. Yeah. So you're making a very proactive decision to do that now based upon statistics and based upon what you're already experiencing. So you were going down that path and realize, wow, this is actually really intense or what was going on? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was in my acting internship, which is they basically treat you like a resident as best they can. And you're, so I'm in the surgical wards, you know, about five 30 in the morning to seven 30 at night and doing that, you know, it was four, it was 14 days straight for my first two weeks. And, um, I, you know, I thought the work was super invigorating and awesome. And then I'd come home and I'd look at my wife and there would be profound guilt in my heart and, um, a lot of, a lot of sadness there. And I just, I just don't like anything more than hanging out with my wife, Danby. <laughs> 
and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so why was there guilt in what was going on? Was well, but, she, was, she was missing you. You were missing her. What was actually yeah, yeah. Let's unpack that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, we, we had a longing to be together more than we were. And, uh, and I think in part, not just because we've only been married for a year and uh, only, you know, together for three and that's relatively new, but just because when we continue to decide to invest time in reigniting that spark that we had right in the beginning, that fire just continues to burn at the same rate in the beginning. And so, so if you can imagine how desperately you want to be around someone right in the beginning of a relationship and you keep nurturing that fire, that's where we are a year into our marriage. And, and, and I think the guilt just came from, you know, I think something I've always, you know, dealt with in my conscious memory is just, is pride. Maybe we'll just put it into one word and, and ego and, and seeing the potential and the limit that I can probably achieve, but, but not being able to recognize that just because I can go a certain distance or a certain direction doesn't mean that that's the right thing for me, for my family. And, and maybe we can just, you know, leave it at that for now. My relationship with God, if that's something that you invest in and, and so, so yeah, you know, and it's about a year of thinking, but ultimately yeah. I think always deep down, I knew that I was trying to live someone else's life, you know? Well, in 14 <laughs> hours of that kind of rigorous, focused attention career, I'm guessing when you came home as well, you probably, your gas tank was pretty close to empty. Yeah. I and mean, you have huge capacity. <laughs> I mean, you have tons of energy. I love that about you, but yet I'm sure there you, you weren't having a lot to give. Yeah. And you're probably ready for bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you it's weren't hard, ready to it's, it's date. It's hard to date your spouse. Yeah. When, you're <laughs> when there's 45 minutes left in your evening. <laughs> so that's true. Cause you're, yeah. if you're at work at five 30, yeah, you're, up, to, you're asleep by nine and, and you know, you know, my yeah. wife's a nurse. She's up at four 30 just with me trying to get ready for work. And so it's, you know, we'll have a piece of toast together in the morning and, and high, high five wow. before bed. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I think, I think there's so much, but, but, you know, hard, but an important learning experience. And I think perhaps a lot of people, maybe not through trying to become a surgeon, but in some capacity, you go through that, that, you know, realization where there, there is a clear fork in the road. And I think for many people, it's, you're, you're going to decide to start investing more in your career or more in your family. And I, I, I believe that is one of the most common forks in the road that we experience in this entire life. You know, for those who are blessed with the gift of marriage and, you know, in a stable job, I, I really think that is one of the very most common. And unfortunately, and I think statistics flesh this out, I think a lot of people turn left down career because they think that money will provide a similar amount of happiness um, prestige will provide a similar amount of happiness, but we know, you know, very well that, um, you know, it, it's our desire to be fully loved and fully known and a job can't realize that for you. You right. know, it's the people that love you the dearest too. And that's your wife. That's, you know, maybe your kids, maybe just, just your intimate family. And you've hinted to it. I mean, you yeah. said, we know, you pointed right. to you and I, we know. And the reason we know is obviously we're just two people and we're in different seasons yeah. of our lives, but We've interacted with tens of thousands of people yeah. around the country, and, and so many of them who are in the later seasons of life have tremendous regrets. Yeah. And I sit with them all the time, who have climbed the ladder of success, the career dimension right. ladder right. of success, to realize that, yeah, we've crushed it, hmm. but yet all these other dimensions are slipping away. And I, I guess I would want to say um, to all of our listeners and viewers today, it's not too late. And, and obviously, yeah. marriages are complex. For those of us who've been married longer, there's probably lots of other things going on there. There's could be 
buried hurts. There could be unspoken missed expectations. There's things that happen that need to be tended to and healed right. and worked through. But it's not going to hurt to have a couple really good dates and yeah, to be able to say, doubt. you know what, I'm going to just <laughs> invest in you. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. Hmm. Um, in fact, I think it was our episode that you actually, one of them was about fun, right? What was oh, that? yeah. Uh, have more fun yeah. was one of our episodes. At, at this point, we're in the double digits by a long <laughs> shot, so I believe you. But seriously, but having more fun and just and, and just kind of spicing it yeah. up, I mean, those are choices right. that even if there's deeper things that need to be worked through sure. in some of the, 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 the years and years that pile yeah. on in some of these marriages and, and permanent relationships. Uh, and so I'm very sensitive to that. We've done episodes on yeah. that and talked about some of those things. But I love this idea of dating your spouse, making yeah. intentions, being creative, going out to dinner, laughing, leaving the kids at home, getting a baby, get a babysitter. Don't just yeah. leave them at home by themselves. That's our next episode is get a babysitter. <laughs> get a, it's a follow up to this. Stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. Still, well, there you go. He's making decisions. He's not even in charge and he's making decisions. On my not back. even in the Marco Polo. <laughs> we'll get you back in the Marco Thank Polo. I don't you. know how that happened. It was, right. it was a mistake. But seriously, I think making an investment in dating, in being creative, Putting it on the calendar, yeah. saying every two weeks, every two months, every, two, every years, two years, yeah, right. to be able to make, and hopefully there's more dating than that. Hopefully there's yeah. more connection than yeah. that. But I love that. But I've never heard, and again, I've, I'm familiar with this idea of dating your spouse. I'm glad we talked about it. But I've never heard someone say, I'm going to keep a former title when we get to the new title. <laughs> so um, girlfriend, fiance, and wife. Yeah. Um, Ashlyn Catania. I like I it. it. I don't know what she thinks about that. I'll ask her after this episode. It's a very good ring to it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for the conversation today. Always a pleasure, even though we were in our double digits. I don't think we've hit 10 episodes together. We'll do the math later. Um, this might be your last anyways. Oh, I mean. <laughs> oh, no, but seriously, always a pleasure. And can I tell you, please, if I may, yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Coach. I think that decision that you made uh, while I was hoping that you would, and we joked about this in other episodes, that... If I ever had heart problems down the road, you were definitely my go-to surgeon, but I'm proud of you. You made a decision <laughs> to prioritize something beyond career. And you get to live the life that you were meant to live. And if even not, maybe, as you mentioned, uh, possibly the life that you thought you should, you get to life get to live the life that you need to. So very proud of you, my friend. And we'll wrap up the episode before we start crying here on camera. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. Have Cheers. a good night. Thanks. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.